Well, good morning, brothers and sisters and dear friends and everybody who is tuned into our podcast and also into our video sermons. And we find ourselves again today in the Word of God, the best place you can be. And let me just, before we get to the final church, because we've come to the seventh church, which, uh, you know, seven or eight weeks ago, we started uh, down this journey to, to see what message Christ has got for the church of today and comparing it to the kingdom parables. I just want to talk about the situation we're in right now. And look, brother and sister, there are people who are taking this thing really tough. In, uh, in Melbourne, where we live in Australia, we've gone over 200 days of lockdown, of being stay at home, uh, and draconian laws coming in like curfews and, you know, walking with masks and shutting down playgrounds. And all of these things is playing on people's minds and it demoralizes people. And uh, I, you know, I pray about this and, and we are living in this world. It's not... It's not as if we are machines or computers that these kind of things won't touch us. And it is unusual times. It's absolutely strange times. In my, in my 50 years of life, we've never come across this. And I, I no doubt believe that everybody who's listening to me now never have come across this. And it's not easy. You know, it, it, for some people, they might say it's easy, but, you know, I don't know about you, but I find it sometimes hard to navigate through each day, you know, and, and I'm one of the first people who say, let's take it day by day. But there's so many emotions that comes out during the day. And this all comes from when you, you, you deprive people from their freedom, uh, people to make their own decisions. We are, we are created by God with a free will. Uh, and even not God placed on us to force us to worship Him. It is still a free will to worship Him. And we always look back into history as your benchmark to see that whenever you take people's freedom away, that that is when people are struggling and they find it very hard. So we hear so many voices, you know, many voices and they weigh in with their opinions around these things. And let me just say we are saturated by a message through the media, the, the government media. You know, if you turn on in, in 6 and you look at channel 7, 9 or 10 or whichever country you are, I just want to warn you that don't take every message from those channels as gospel because they, there's an agenda there and there is a message behind the message. And, and, you know, but we are saturated by, by this. And then you get, you get on social media when you tune into that, experts coming and, and the experts' information is different from the government's information. And that's different from the message that you hear so often from the, the media, the news media. And in all of this, there are people and say, what do we do? What do we do? You know, how... How are we going to go through this and navigate through and, and, and what's tomorrow going to hold up? Well, I must say to you today, I, you know, including myself, there's no one who can tell you what tomorrow will hold. I mean, just stake in, in Melbourne, Victoria, all the promises been made by politicians and every single time it's been broken. So I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. And, uh, 
and and it, it is not as if it's it's lightening up you know when it was the 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 vaccine or the the virus that came in you know everybody was fearful about this thing because it was going to kill everybody and then we found out it's not so not so dangerous but now the vaccines comes in and everybody's saying take the jab take the needle and all of these things and and the experts came out and they warn against this so what do you do what do you do brother sister dear friend and I've got lots of information that came my way. There's a lot of people and I thank them for sending it on to me. And one day is the time that I will bring that back to you in a, in a video type of forum. But for now, I want to keep our YouTube line open for the gospel. I, I'm by far not a preacher who wants to come out and preach controversy. Uh, the gospel didn't come by controversy. The gospel come by the blood of Jesus Christ. And, and our task is to proclaim the gospel. And that's what I want to do and keep our, our, our line. But what do you do? What do I do, preacher? Well, first of all, take it day by day. When I wake up this morning, I say, thank you, Lord, for this day. For this is the day that the Lord has made. And then talk to him and ask him to guide you through the day. You see, brother and sister, I want to encourage you to, to anchor your response, not on emotions, but on the scripture. I've always said it in my life. Do not, when you're emotional, make a decision. I've seen so many, too many times that people who are emotional make decisions that is everlasting and it's more damaging at the end than at the beginning. And I've also realized and known for myself that if I anchor my decisions in the scripture, that I've got a guide from God. You know, it's like the screw, the verse in Psalms, which says, he's a light unto my feet and a lamp unto my path. And, and, and we need to walk by that. So I want to give you a scripture today before we get into the last church. And, and it's a well-known scripture. You know the scripture. And I don't want you to switch off. I, I really want you to listen to this, uh, this scripture. And it's found in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. As Paul writes to this church, he says, Be anxious for nothing. There is such an anxiety that's grabbing the world right now. And it's even grabbing Christians. It is going to put your faith to the test, my dear brother and sister. Everything that's happening around you. We are in the last days. We are in the last times. And now is the time that your faith will be tested. Now is that time. And here Paul comes and he says to this, to this church, he writes to them, he says, be anxious for nothing. Because you know what anxiousness do? It generates fear and fear kills faith. So think about it. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. There is the recipe. It's not a five-point plan. You know, I hear when people talk and I can hear the fear in their voices and you want to say to these people, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, when it goes good with you, when it is tough, when it's not going so well with you, 
But in all things, everything's by prayer. By prayer, you're speaking to God. You know, uh, I was made aware this week again about the omnipotent God, the omnipotence of God. That means the all-powerful God. Let it be known there's no power on the face of the earth, in the universe, that even comes, I, I think it's even blasphemy to come to this thought in your mind that there's anything that can come close to God's power. Nothing can. Now, if you fear this virus, this COVID virus, with that, give that and by prayer and supplication to God. If you fear the vaccine, give that in prayer and supplication to God. Now, I, I want to address this as well, because it's easy for a lot of us still, because we're still comfortable. I personally got still a, a job and I've got, you know, finances coming, but there are people today who hasn't got a job they don't know where the money is going to come from tomorrow whilst you and i are talking and complaining about where we have to sit today there are people who's got to go out of their homes and stand in a queue to get some money now i know what you're going to say you're going to say let's blame people and let's do that but at the end of the day where you and i am sitting be thankful. That's what Paul tells them. He says, "Be with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. You say to me, but preacher, God knows everything. Why do I still have to make my petitions to Him? Because that's how it works. You come to God with your petitions and you pray to God. Why? Because He's your Father. Now, I've had an earthly father and I remember so vividly there were times in my life that I had to go to my father and ask for something. Now, my father well known that I needed that. But I went to him at that point in time when the need was at its greatest to say, Father, Abba Father. You know, if, if you can't cope, I can't cope. Just be honest to God. Just speak to them. You don't have to speak to God in, the, in high and lofty words and, Oh my God, oh Father. No. He's our dad. And He knows your circumstances. So I want to implore you today. Do not be anxious. But with, with thanksgiving. Now, I'm going to say something which might shock you which might challenge you. And I don't mean it to come over shockingly, but I want to say to you today that even when it's not going well with you, thank God for that. Thank Him for everything by prayer, Paul says. Notice that he didn't say when it's going well with you or when He gave you something. That just, that just opens up and shows your heart, the content of your heart. But if you give freely, it's way better to give than to receive. So I want you to think about that. So, so, you know, with all of this download, with everything that's happening, look, I'm totally with you. We need to be aware of everything that's going on. And I implore you to do that. 
But my friend, I want to also encourage you to put all of your trust and your, your anchor in the scripture in God. Now he says, he continues on there, because if you do this now, if you, if you put your prayer into God and if you, your supplication, you know, I love that word supplication because it means, or it feels so much so that supplication is, is something which is tangible or is something with a, with a substance. Now, supplication is just another word for a petition. I like the word petition as well. Um, and it's also a good word for an appeal or an application. You know, it, it, it reminds me that if you, if you want something and, and they say to you, if you want to get this thing, you need to put in your application. And I've, I've put a lot of applications in, in, in my life. And I'll tell you one thing about an application is I, I don't like to fill out forms and, and so on. But once you've done that, you fill out the application form and you hand it in. The moment you hand, well, that's for me. So the moment you hand that application in and you stand back, it is, it is as if there's a relief coming over to you. And, and now listen to me, listen, listen carefully to me. And now once you've handed over this application and you stand back and you take your hands from it, there is nothing that you can do with that application because now the application go in for approval. You can do nothing about it. And maybe this is where Paul gets to. That when we come to Christ and we pray to Him and we ask Him and we put it before Him, that there is nothing you can do. You just have to stand back by faith and trust uh, omnipotent God, all-powerful God, that He knows best. So, when you've given that application in, in prayer and everything to God, with thanksgiving, now, He says then there, after all of these things happens, after every single thing of these facets came together, He says there then, in verse 7, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. I love this verse and I love this application now to what he said before. Because if you think about it now, every person, when you are born from the day of birth, you hunger for the peace of God. People are frantically running around, buying stuff, doing stuff to themselves to get peace. And the reason why some of you people right now are troubled is because you're not at peace. And some people go to extreme ends to fight for that peace and to get that peace. And again, I'm not saying that's wrong. But there's one peace that will settle all other pieces in your life. Now, there's two ways of saying this word. Pieces, P-I-E-C-E-S, pieces, or peace, P-E-A-C-E, peace. Now, it's the pieces of peace. There's a lot of peace in that, I know. But 
People are seeking for one piece. You were born. The day when you were born, there's a void inside of you. And that void can only be filled by the peace of God. Remember when Jesus walked with his disciples and he turned back to them that last day before he went to the cross? He said, peace I leave unto you. My peace I leave unto you. It is so wonderful to be in the peace of God. Then, and as you know now, and as you've seen the horrible things that's going to happen in Afghanistan, and, and you know, there's terrified people and anxious people there. I'm telling you honestly today, I believe with every fiber of my bones and my skin, whatever you can think about, that if you have the peace of God, then it doesn't matter where you are. You could be in Afghanistan, you could be locked into your home, you could be in any place in the world, you will have the following. And this is what Paul calls, he, he calls the peace of God which surpasses us all understanding. So do you want that peace, my friend? It's the only thing that I can offer you today is the peace of God. The peace of God that surpasses all understanding. And, and we can't sometimes, uh, we can't anticipate this. We can see it in other people so often. And I've experienced so often that, that I had to say to myself in certain circumstances that I, I'm looking at myself and I'm, I'm surprised that I'm not more upset. But I, I've got such a peace over me in that circumstance. But you look at other people and you go, it looks as if they never get troubled or anxious. They are so peaceful right through this. It's maybe because they've put, they put everything to God in prayer and in supplications and thanksgiving. And, and because that application is now with God and you can do nothing about it, because of all of that, and now, now steps faith into your heart, the faith of God, we don't walk by sight. We walk by faith and not by sight. Faith is a substance of things which we cannot see, but we believe. Now, now the mind is an interesting thing because it, it, before it was running all over with all kinds of scenarios of what's going to happen next week, what am I going to do, you know, uh, uh, what if they come around and I don't want to take the vaccine and what if I do take the vaccine and it makes me sick and what if there's another one and what, what if they want to cull the people in the world and kill them. We know all of this is true. But brother and sister, you can't live like that. Every single day. No, no. I would say let the peace of God which surpasses us all understanding. It will do something interesting now. Look, look how he's put together. He said, first of all, pray to God. Give him your supplication with thanksgiving. And, and now God has got your request. And now he says there's going to come a peace upon you. A peace settles upon you. Comes into you. And you can't understand what this is, but it happens. And now something interesting is going to happen. Paul says to this church, he says, <clears throat> it will, it's a peace that surpasses all understanding. And that peace now will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. What will he do? It will guard. 
It will protect you. And what will it protect? Your heart and your mind. The mind is a fascinating thing because it runs away from you. Um, well, I'm going to tell you, sometimes I find me looking at so many different scenarios that when I get to bed, the scenarios are still running around and, and I can't sleep. No. No, there's a better plan. There's a better option. And that is to give those things to God in prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. The, the word that he uses here, God, is a military term. And that means that there is something to be protected. Now, what is there to be protected? The peace of God. So ask yourself now, right now, am I at peace? Now, again, I'm not saying that you shouldn't continue and read up about what's going on. You know, we need to be wise. And if God gives us the knowledge and wisdom, pursue that. But do it with a peaceful heart still absolutely trusting that God knows what's going on in the world and he's still got control over it. Let it just be known that all these world powers who make these big decisions, and you know, we read about it, and we, 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 you know, we puzzle it together and we see all the players coming together and we know it's a new world order and all, all of those things. And, and whilst these people think they win, they cometh a day, a day of judgment. Just you make sure that when your day comes, you are so close to Christ that you can't see a difference. He says it will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. There is the answer. There is the answer for you and for me. Now, I've just decided that it's going to be a short message. I'm going to stop there for today. I was going to go through the church, but we can put that over to next week. I just want to encourage you. I just want to talk to you today. Come into your home. And, you know, thank you for allowing me to come into your home, onto your TV screen, your phone, or into your computer. But I do care for you. Brothers and sisters, we haven't seen each other for a while now. And I miss you dearly. I miss the times when we walk through the doors and Anne comes up and, you know, you can see the smile on her face and give me a hug and, you know, Glenn is there, or always there helping with his sound and, you know, Janelle. And by the way, Janelle, happy birthday, brother. <clears throat> Nini, happy birthday. And we've missed so many birthdays, Deirdre's birthday and all of these, you know, but you're still in my prayers and I miss you, you know, need to and... Paulson and you know name everyone in the church but for now I'm going to be content and say God I've given this to you I want to get together again in the hall I want to see your faces again no I, but I can't give you promises but all I can do is I can bring that in prayer to God and put in my application, my supplication, which I did. I, I put in my application of God and say, God, I please, we want to come together as a church. We are longing for it. We want a fellowship in one, in a hall, not at our homes, not on YouTube. We want to come together, shake hands and hug each other. 
please protect us and open the door. Brother and sister, you know, that took the pressure off me because that application is not with Dan Andrews, the the, the premier of, of Victoria. No, because he will deny, he will just wipe it off his table, man. It means nothing to him. You know, they will come after the Christians still, but more so, it is with my God. It lies on my God's table. And, and, and listen to this now. If you want to hear something really, really great today, that's going to make your day. He is the omnipotent God. So if he takes that application of me and he says, approved, guess what's going to happen? Miraculously, we will get the go ahead. We will. And I'm at peace with that. I'm absolutely at peace with that. So I'm not going to continue the whole message. It's going to be a short message for today. But take this verse. Go back over it. Read it again. You know, learn it off by heart. Meditate on it. Do, do what I do often. Often. I take this verse. And, and, and by the way, the reason why I came to this verse is because, you know, during the week I read this verse and I prayed it back to God. And this is how I do it. I prayed to God. I said, Lord, I, I'm starting to feel anxious about a few things in my life. Help me not to be anxious. For the Bible says I should not be anxious in uh, Philippians 4 verse 6. This is how I live my Christian life. And then I prayed and I said, Lord, I'm going to give this to you. I'm going to put my application in. Here's a few things on my application, Lord. I'm praying for every church member that you will protect them and keep them and hold them safe and, and their families. And Father, the next thing is for us to come together. I prayed for my children every day. Gavin and, and Alex, who's expecting a newborn every day now. And, and, and all those is in applications with God. And then I say, thank you, God. Thank you for the circumstances. You know, during the week, one of my work colleagues said to me, John, you're always uplifting. You're always happy. Yeah, I've got my challenges. But brother and sister, I've got peace in my heart. Now, tomorrow might be a difficult day. I don't know. You know, it might be a challenging day and I might be emotionally drawn down and, you know, spent and everything. But at the end of it, I'm going to still thank God. And he's going to protect and guard my heart. Now, brother and sister, before I go, you know, please, if you if you want to, if you know, if, if you want prayer, if you want to talk, you know, contact us, you know, call us, send me an email, send me a text. But may the Lord bless you. May He keep you. And just remember this one last thing. When the storm came and the disciples were in the boat and Jesus was sleeping on the pillow, he, they woke Him up out of anxiousness and fear. He was in the boat. If Christ is in your boat, have that peace. But then He calmed the storm. And this is the lesson I get out of it. That there will be an end to this storm. May the Lord bless you. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for your word. And Father, I want to pray for my brothers and sisters and everybody who listened to me. And I want to implore and ask you, Lord, this is my application tonight. And I do this in thanksgiving, that you will protect them, Father, that you will give them peace in their hearts, Lord. Father, those families who are with, with families, their children and grandchildren, Father, give them peace, give them a message, give them wisdom to navigate their way through this now. Be a light unto our feet and a lamp unto our path, Lord. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, next week, we will start with uh, the church in Laodicea. May the Lord bless you.